Welcome to episode 167 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about the boys and boasting and weakness. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and Amazon Prime Specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hi, Caleb. Hello. Caleb, I want to talk about a little bit of our process in... (laughs) Shut up, text message. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about our process in... um, planning for shows now okay we 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 do pop culture politics and everything in between yes while not taking any of it too seriously right so that means that sometimes we have to go digging for stories because sometimes it's a slow news week yeah for sure which i've grown to appreciate yeah and sometimes it's too quick (laughs) sometimes Mm -hmm. it's wow there's five things that happen Mm -hmm. this week yeah but that that's not been this yeah it has not been this a week so i tend to check a few different places I go to Fox News and CNN, and mm-hmm. then, you know, these, I actually enjoy putting these right next to each other. Right. It's different worlds, entirely it's different. different worlds. Uh, and then I'll go to places, the trending page on a YouTube. That has produced, I think, two to three of my angrier episodes mm-hmm. because of, of the concept of me asking, why does this exist? Uh, right. And not really having a good answer to that question. Right. Um, it's half the stuff on YouTube. But why does it exist? Why do those 14-year-olds think they're being inspiring? Just be positive. Okay. All right. Because that's... Anyway, I'm not going to... See how far that gets you in life, buddy. I, I think I'm more just upset that I'm still punching up even though he's 14. is Because he has like 2.5 million subscribers on YouTube. And I'm just like, yeah. it's still punching up. Uh, I don't care if you're a child. Right. Uh, Anyway, that's a weird turn. And occasionally I'll go on Twitter and check mm-hmm. the trending page. And I got to tell you, there was some news today. Right. Have you heard of this group called BTS? BTS. Uh-huh. Behind the scenes? That's what I thought. It's not. It's a Korean pop group. Oh. And, I feel like I actually have heard of this. And do you know what's going on with BTS right now? No. Me neither. Because although they had seven of the top trending spots at the time I checked, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> couldn't couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Well They're a K pop band. K pop. And that's the KC nice set. All I know about them. You no, know, when they did the YouTube rewind. And Casey and I says, says K-pop like really cheesily and it's just stuck in my head forever. Anytime which someone says K-pop, I want to go, weird, K-pop! Which is weird because they could have gotten someone from any of the K-pop bands to have said K-pop instead of Casey Neistat. Well, they went to K-pop, but it was like they, they saw K-pop over there and then it was like a transition. So he's like, oh, oh my gosh, K-pop. And he went, K-pop! You want me to do it again? No, but, but go ahead if you want. If 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 it's in, if it's there and you got to get it out, then go for it. Okay, maybe later in the episode. Okay. If, wow. Erupt in K-pop. If you I'll can erupt in K-pop. Work that in. I'll be very impressed because I know what we're talking about. If you can work that in, I'll be very impressed. I'll see what um, that can do. So anyway, BTS. I just I want to talk about BTS. Not talk about. I wanted to talk about the fact that. 
I know they're super popular and people are growing in K-pop and all this and mm-hmm. I I have odd tastes in music. I really do. I acknowledge I do. Can't be bothered. Wow. <laughs> Just can't be bothered. I've never really listened to, I like really sat down mm-hmm. and listened to K-pop because I honestly don't know what it is. It, so BTS and I know is, for a fact a, I'm not gonna like it because I just don't like is, a lot of pop. Is a a Asian Korean pop boy band, right? But it is it is a specific band or is it like a genre? K-pop. Yeah, that's a type of music. Is Korean pop? Oh yeah. Okay. But the band BTS, I hope Korean pop. So does North Korea have pop bands? Uh, yes, and everything is fine, and there's no problems in there whatsoever. <laughs> They're just talking about Kim Jong Un, <laughs> right? He's the best leader ever, except in the Korean. Of glorious leader, glorious leader, glorious leader. <laughs> that would. This is not a good thing we're doing. <laughs> so, uh, if me and Danny don't come back next week, it's, you know I <laughs> we weren't killed by King Kim Jong Un. <laughs> so. uh, I'm a little bit scared now. Oh gosh. Uh, we Not do really. have so from analytics just because we're just peeling back the curtain on this episode because I do check our analytics for countries and in places that have pulled up our podcast mm-hmm. we have had someone in North Korea uh, access our podcast Why? and two people in Iraq before I, I think I think so two people in Iraq and to those guys if if you're still tuning into this podcast I mean this from the bottom of my heart for a couple of things one stay strong two you gotta find something else <laughs> yeah they I'm, I'm guessing you have very few bandwidth opportunities it's okay to go find <laughs> some valuable resources something else you know <laughs> Can you imagine you get 30 minutes on the internet and they've kind of like, all right, I've got the firewall down. And I'm going to hear that guy talk about the 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 uh, kind of show on a, a Netflix that I don't get about the kid who has the horns. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, can you imagine? And then you just pull that up and play through it and you're like, oh, no, that's not good. That's great. That'd be great. Anyway, uh, if, if, if you're in, if, if, if you're in uh, one of those kind of circumstances stay strong and we love you <laughs> yes so we love everyone too yes but, but specifically you, know, you guys in the middle yes. of that you know whatever that is oh, so yeah, yeah. yeah well caleb there are a few things going on speaking of random tv shows that we're talking about right uh amazon prime actually has a good show i know weird uh and what? they're prepping for are you some... ragging on amazon prime what was that supposed okay to mean? name a good show on amazon prime other um, than the one we're talking about so we are talking about the boys. <sighs> Save it. Build up the anticipation. <laughs> um, Just also, rushing it. Uh, me and my old roommate watched this one. I can't remember the name of it, to be honest, but it was really good. Speaking of my point, can't this remember the name of it. Not the point. Okay, that is not the point. If I'm dating a girl and I come back, <laughs> she's amazing. What's her name? Not, not a clue. Don't have a clue. I'm probably not in a deep, committed relationship. I'm just saying understanding their name is absolutely part of it. Okay. Let me... Hunters. The Hunters. Oh, Hunters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hunters okay. was really good. That was um, all right. That was all right. Also, they've had some original movies that have been fantastic. I'm talking shows. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Dad. 
Name a couple of shows they've done. I'll just take name a couple shows. I need to see some the, Amazon Primes. Amazon. No, no, no. He's got a name off the top of your head. I disagree with that because my memory is there's a bunch of. Uh, I've heard Yellowstone is good. Oh, it's not Amazon though. Amazon Prime original shows. This is really interesting for our audio and, listeners. And Google is asking why. I have heard the marvelous up? Miss Maisel is good. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've, the Man in the High Castle is good. Sure. Um, Jack Ryan, I've heard, is really good. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't watched any of those, but I I disagree with your point. I think that they have some good stuff, and you're not crediting filmmakers But no enough. one's watching it. Oh, we're not crediting filmmakers They're watching enough. it. Okay. I know. Tons of people not watch a, this stuff. Not a, not a lot. Okay. Amazon Prime okay. is trying to break into the streaming how many, service. How many of your... Oh, I was about to make a really mean joke. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm prepared for this. Uh, but it's also... I was singing about myself too, so it kind of would have been a double burn. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Amazon Prime isn't a prime streaming kind of service that it wants to be. It's trying to break in there. It has some good originals, but overall it's not getting the market on 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 the hype. Okay. Except for a couple of shows. Mm-hmm. Uh the, the boys being a prime prime content of that. The boys yes. is actually doing fantastic. People are Really excited about that, and they're prepping for season three. And now, if you don't know, mm-hmm. the boys is—it's uh, a little bit graphic sometimes. Very graphic. I don't. A lot of the times. <laughs> a lot of the times. Incredibly graphic. Let me a just lot of swing the these pendulum to it's the graphic. to the maximum. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's also like just really good. Like the plot mm-hmm. points and the way they end each episode. Like you just want to watch more mm-hmm. constantly. So, what's the overall plot of the boys? Okay. Would you Without say? spoiling, just like a just show. Just synopsis. give me a three thousand. Yeah, show synopsis. Give me a three thousand foot view. So they're the boys is very much like um, you know superhero movies you've seen, except not. So just imagine a world of superheroes where everything is. It's kind of honestly more realistic to what it would be in real life. In the sense that these superheroes are made to be like political icons almost, and and it's really well, kind of like a corporate, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah they've been corporate, political too. yeah, um, and and so there's there's these people with powers and not with powers, so the people with powers are kind of just like held with esteem, but mm-hmm. also not at the same time. There's a lot of people who don't like them, and and it's really just there's a lot of bad stuff going on, and so moral of the story like this team of like nobodies who doesn't have superpowers is trying to mm-hmm. undo a lot of the corrupt things this like team of superheroes mm-hmm. I, I think the easiest thing to compare it to is probably Justice League this is the it's like the similar uh, vibe but it's yeah I can see that yeah. it's they're trying to undo the corrupt things <clears throat> that's going on that this mm-hmm. company Vought that owns the superhero group is is doing and and they're just kind of barely skimming their way through a lot of these things, and it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It really is. So it's essentially the 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 superpowered people. They are um, pretty corrupt overall, and mm-hmm. people are aspiring to be them. But that's because they don't know the details of all the right. dirty stuff they're doing. Yeah, uh, and it includes things closer like l- 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 laundering money out 
well, a murder, corruption, you know, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. And so they, the, the, they aren't as pure as people think, but still, uh, they, they control, you know, politics, they control companies, they control these things because of the power dynamic and imbalance. Right. Uh, in, in this group of people who, um, is starring Carl uh, Urban, who has made it to season three, I think. I'm not totally sure. Urban? Uh, the big Australian. Oh, guy. yeah, not yeah, yeah. Australian, New Zealander. Um, and he's made it I'm this sure far. sure he's not Australian? He's from New Zealand. I'm pretty sure he's from New he has Zealand. He an Australian accent. Carl Urban. Anyway, he's made it this far and hasn't died. Yeah. Uh, and he's I. Great. Yep, New Zealand actor, um, nice. which is very close he's to Australian. Uh, but you yeah, probably, he's made you it probably this far recognize in, him from Lord of the Rings, if, if anything. And a hundred other things in which he died. So I'm actually cheering for him just specific in this show that he not died. Well, I have some news for you, Dan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he might, uh, yeah. I've, I've watched point. the two seasons. Danny, how many have, have you oh, watched? Almost one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good show. It's very graphic. It's very dark. If you don't like dark mm-hmm. and, and very violent and graphic things, then uh, you shouldn't watch it. And, yeah. And be, be aware if you're someone who's sensitive to... Um, sometimes some sexual things and that's not good for you to watch. I mean, it's really Mm -hmm. in excess, not good for anyone to watch, but just watch yourself is my point. Mm -hmm. Watch yourself, be intentional about uh, assessing your own spiritual needs before you Mm -hmm. watch this show for sure. Yeah. I kind of, um, scaled back off off it just, and not because I was like triggered or anything and not just because I hate the word triggered, but, um, (laughs) Triggered is a dumb word. Anyway, uh, I don't know why that bothers me so much. I'm ironically triggered by the word triggered. You are triggered. Uh, but it, it, it's a very dark story. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same cause that I didn't finish Jessica Jones because it was just it was too much. It was just too heavy, and I needed something to not be as heavy. Yeah. So I needed the fun stuff, the kind of... Um, I'm I'm okay in dark plots, but you got to ease up every now and then, and this just never eased up. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the same cause that I never got into Breaking Bad because the mm-hmm. first episode never stopped. It just was. <laughs> Me and Danny sad are very different in that sad sense. That and sad and got <laughs> I love, sadder, and then they did I more love dark sad stuff. things. And Danny does not. I do, but it 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 was too heavy. Was it? I, 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 I actually enjoyed dark stories, but this, mm-hmm. it was too heavy and it yeah. just, it just kept piling it on and piling it on and piling it on. I was like, I can't, I just, I, I wasn't in a good place to like keep going and I'm like, right. all right, I need something to lighten the mood a bit. You know, there's a lot going on. Like the um, Bible says to hold every thought captive, also hold every show captive. Yeah. I figured it wasn't instrumental to mm-hmm. my social. Which is wise social upbringing to like i wasn't gonna miss out on conversations uh, do you know what i mean right but, um it, it was good though i did enjoy it it had some see even the comical parts that were too heavy f- for me mm-hmm. you know in the first episode the guy loses his girlfriend <laughs> yeah. when the speedster guy runs through her and she explodes <laughs> and it's i was really like not funny but it kind of is it, they were going for funny but not but funny and i was like if this is the tone and i made it through a few episodes it it just it never you know most of these they tend to include a character that's there for comedic purposes just to be like oh all right Mm -hmm. 
in in a quick break just to have a quick chuckle and then we'll go back in and i'm okay on that yeah um but yeah and that's kind of how the show kicks off too and it really i mean we can explain just because it gives insight Mm -hmm. to a lot of the show like Mm -hmm. this the one of the main characters you're like just introduced to him at this point in the show i think it's like Mm -hmm. first episode he's like saying something like really he's like saying goodbye to his girlfriend Mm -hmm. like she's about to just go home or something Mm -hmm. and they're on like the side of the road and then you just like see the speedster and he's just like Mm -hmm. and just runs straight through her and like blood like splatters everywhere it's really grotesque yeah and this show shows things it does not shy away from like no oh this wasn't on camera some cgi guys have some some nightmares now right um but like so this this speecher is like oh sorry and then just keeps on going like he basically doesn't even acknowledge it and then the company bought like contacts this guy because Mm -hmm. obviously he's upset and like mourning his girlfriend and they offer him like money to be quiet about it and and i think he takes it but then he just like kind of gets really upset well, and wants to they, take he was going to take it then he's approached by carl urban right to right. to like well, we're gonna take down the boys he doesn't say that i just in my head he the does boys they are the boys i know i just i needed <laughs> him to say it i don't know and he just never did but i was like all right that's fine but um yeah yeah we're gonna take him down from the inside and i don't know if they ever explain why he hates them so much but he definitely does yeah they, um they explain Okay. The main, the main, honestly, like the superhero group, it's, it's just very corrupt and political, but the one who's like truly evil is like the Superman of this universe Mm -hmm. because he's just kind of like untouchable. So he does whatever he wants. Right. Um, and yeah, it's such an interesting show. Mm -hmm. It's just very, very interesting. Oh yeah. And feels very realistic. Yeah. It's, it's. So this is the other end of power to me. This is the other end of power that people can get power. Mm-hmm. And if they abuse it, this is what it would come off as. Mm-hmm. If 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 um, instead of getting the Cape Crusader coming down as kind of a kind of s- s- Superman, if we got this guy and he sucked, um, that that'd be the way that plays out because it's 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 about keeping the power keeping the influence keeping all these things mm-hmm. that tend to be pretty pretty easy to um kind of corrupt a person a bit yeah. and i think one of the things this program does the best is to to display the corruptive nature of power right um, all 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 these people are striving to join this group of people i mean the main girl character is there to kind of you know does does keep powers and it's about trying to to keep their identity um but they're they're needing this girl to conform to a certain kind of an image um and give up integrity in a few Mm -hmm. things in order to keep the power and that's a struggle this character goes through is do do i give up the person i am in order to keep the power or Do I stay the person I am in order to, and 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 because of that I give up all the power and influence and it it kind of pitches a good cost I guess of power yeah uh, I mean I, I think I appreciate that a ton for sure I I think that like Uncle Ben said the wisest Uncle Ben with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. and that's honestly like just a very true. Mm-hmm. A statement to life, which I love Spider-Man. So, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. got to bring him up. But, like, it's very true. Like, my classes uh, in my school, mm-hmm. through high school, that was, like, 
a key thing that we always like through everything we were learning, like it all came back to like with great power, mm-hmm. there is, there has to be like great responsibility, right? which for us Christians means something very right. different and and means that like the only one with great power is, um, is God and he is the only one who's able to be responsible with that mm-hmm. power ultimately. Yeah. Um, now we may be given like little power here and there mm-hmm. in life, but as far as like right. things that are superhero level, right? Well, it takes a great amount of responsibility, and yeah. I don't really, I don't know if there would be many good superheroes. I mean, I'm just speculating. If mm-hmm. there would be many good superheroes, if they did exist, because of that, I, I think they'd be complex. Just because there's people that do mm-hmm. good stuff now, and I mean, good by our standards, but like. The it's power is a tool, and mm-hmm. it's just the person be that that it, it it it's the person that carries the tool that determines what's done, right? And just as there are people that are w- willing to go into burning buildings to save strangers, then I think if they had powers, there'd be a few people that they have good powers, well, not good powers, but they take their powers and employ them to good and other people that take their powers and employ them to do evil. And I think there'd be the mm-hmm. whole gamut of this person's conflicted and trying to figure it out. And this person is Deadpool and not really sure if he wants to be good or not, but it's having fun doing the bad things, but doing them to the bad people. So what do we do with that one? Right. Um, I think there'd be, it's just people that keep a tool. I think for us, you know, I, I enjoy these kinds of stories because it gives us time to think through, okay, if I did, um, if if this it was a quality I kept, then how am I the kind of guy that's gonna, you know, I've got X-ray v- 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 vision, so am I gonna go and spy on the girls' locker room? You know that right. kind of age-old joke of like, oh, he's just spying on the girls' locker room, or am I gonna act in integrity? And right, I think for us, kind of the two things I've understood as far as um. I I guess it's kind of power, but uh, kind of a leadership kind of a thing, which is kind of power. Mm-hmm. Um, For is, sure, is that there's two parts of it. There's authority and responsibility. Uh, and if I'm going to get the authority, I need to be willing to to have the responsibility. Right. If a person is responsible towards a thing. But there's a no authority. That's just a whipping boy. Right. Um, and I've I've had a case that someone asked if I could be responsible, but couldn't actually change anything. And I said no, because um, you're just gonna yell at me until I quit. Uh, mm-hmm. But but those that have authority and aren't willing to take responsibility are just tyrants. Um, and in mm-hmm. in the 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 people in in the boys are are that they're tyrants. Right. They're yeah. They want the power, the glamour, and the authority, but they don't actually take responsibility to any of their decisions. Right. And I think that's the more problematic part of them is mm-hmm. that that they can do great things, but they do they do it to their own end and their own glory in the process. Right. Yeah. Which is is very interesting, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. It is. I think you brought up a good point on like. I think that there there is circumstances where we have mm-hmm. power as people, obviously. 
oh, yeah. um, and yeah. you have to decide what to do with it. And I right. think that the the Bible talks a lot about that too, like mm-hmm. being a good steward of, of everything that God gives you, whether that's power, money, mm-hmm. um, all of these different things. And, and I think that it is good stewardship ultimately is being responsible. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the only way that comes is through Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's sustainable from anywhere else to be a good steward and be responsible over something. I think you ultimately need that. It has to be God inside you helping you with that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, like, like I said earlier that like mm-hmm. God is the one who is responsible. Did I say that? God is the one who is responsible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was confusing, but it's true. And, and just like, wisdom uh i think that power is handed to us Mm -hmm. from god as well and he places us in circumstances in life to hold things and to be responsible with them Mm -hmm. whether that's a job whether that's a kid whether Mm -hmm. that's a wife um and and it's just interesting to see how uh how we tackle that as christians right I I think the you know the big part is is to these guys they're boasting in their powers and their ability mm-hmm. and in cultural you know even our our Western cultural understanding is kind of implied in that it's all about trying to boast in the status I have the power and influence I have the amount of money I have wealth these kinds of things that are um, people try and identify themselves as their worth comes out of these things that they right. they have status m- money and power um but in actuality where our our value as a person doesn't come out of those things mm-hmm. and in fact instead of boasting in our ability to perform the bible is actually pretty clear to do the other thing to boast in your inability to perform in order that god can get the glory and right in a Second Corinthians chapter twelve, a nine through ten. I think it makes that point the best. So, Caleb, do you want to, yeah, read through that? But he said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak," then I am strong. Mm-hmm. So this is Paul talking to the church in Corinth, and you know part of the thing that he's talking about is that the the more weak that Paul is, the better a chance that God is glorified. Because as people watch Paul do a thing that Paul is unable to do, mm-hmm. um, then they're, the, the the only answer to that is to say, well, God is good because Paul is doing this. And it can't be Paul because he's bad at it. Right. Um, you know, Paul's talking about the thorn in in the flesh. And gosh, I love that people will speculate very conclusively as to what that thorn in the flesh is. They're like, right. it's this, or you know, he had lupus or something. I'm like, we thorn in the flesh, people. That's all we got. Yeah. Um, like, well, no, I heard he had a this. Okay, chapter and verse, please. Uh, yeah. that, but, but. 
you know, all that to say is is that there's a part of Paul that is creating a hindrance to mm-hmm. basic kind of function or something. Right. Um, and all it does is make Paul need to rely on God more mm-hmm. and give God the glory because in his in in Paul's inability God is clearly coming right. through. And and if if there's an, an opportunity that people can steal the glory to themselves, they'll tend to do that. But in actuality, even our 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 strongest strength is weaker than God's smallest thing. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like yeah. So, so our our goal then isn't to boast in our own ability, but in the ability of God, who is stronger than mm-hmm. my inability. Yeah, and the Bible brings this up in so many different points. I mean, there's also mm-hmm. somewhere I think it's somewhere in John, uh, maybe chapter eight. I can't remember where, but the blind man. And the disciples in Christ uh, walk up on this blind man, and I believe it's a blind man. And so he has some disability like that, and mm-hmm. they're asking Jesus, like, what what did his parents do that he mm-hmm. may be, like, hindered like this, yeah. you know? Jesus like, um, shut up. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Stupid he, question. He, like, tells him that this man, like, his parents didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's, he is, he has weakness so that, Mm-hmm. Like I may be glorified in mm-hmm. that, even if even if you're never healed, even if um, that you struggle with that for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. that like it is glorifying to God that right. we may whatever your weakness is, whether it's um, physical or mental, um, that it is is and will be used to glorify God. Right. If you are with Him, and and it's just really cool to see I just love how the Bible just flips mm-hmm. what we know as culture right and what our culture celebrates it just flips it upside down and right. it's like just the well, opposite and, of it in a lot of ways and that's the countercultural understand or the kind of difficult part is 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 asking is like how do I boast in weakness mm-hmm. you know it's it's almost like those terms don't mesh well you know how do I boast in my how do I boast in weakness? It doesn't make a lot of sense to do that until you understand that it's, it's, it comes down to which person is getting the glory. Um, if, if I'm doing a thing and I'm able to power through and do it on my own, mm-hmm. then I'm the star of that story. And, right. you know, many people's testimony has been kind of the whole, and then I just pulled myself up and drug myself to church and I prayed my heart out until God took me in. I'm like, that's not, <laughs> that's not how any of that works you know like you didn't merit any of it and so i think even going back to our moment of coming to christ needs to be a testimony to the grace and the gospel that yeah i did everything in my power to avoid god and he still found me right. um you know like that's a stronger testimony to the goodness and glory of god than right. i think um pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps but yeah you know that's our temptation is we want to be we don't want it to be as bad as it actually is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is something interesting too. I don't think it's what we were originally talking about, but when I think of this, I've thought a lot about in, in our modern church world mm-hmm. and how a lot of churches, I've just found it interesting that we tend to operate as businesses would in a sense. Mm-hmm. 
And so like, what is your, what are your thoughts on where, when you're like hiring someone, um, or you're looking for someone in leadership, like how do you wrestle with like this verse and then also looking through someone who's like qualified to do a job? Cause that's something I've always thought about mm-hmm. in, in like our, right. our world today as a church. Like how do we go about that? Like, are we, are we having a lack of trust in God that someone can do something and, and we're choosing these more qualified people over, over this person who maybe uh, could have done it if God was God's power was perfected in them. Like how do we view that? No, I, I don't think so. As, as far as, so there's like 800 different things in there. So I'm going to try and unpack them. <laughs> there is an aspect that the church does need to function as an organization because it has a building and has employees. So there are things that you have to do mm-hmm. uh, partially to keep the IRS happy. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that is absolutely a hundred percent a part of it. Is that the IRS There's has the IRS. to say happy uh, inter, internal revenue service, the thing that takes your taxes. Okay. Um, so there are oh, things. Oh, IRS. IRS. I thought you were saying something else. How did I hear? I th- I heard ROS instead of IRS. IRS. <laughs> internal revenue service. Um, <laughs> the person that steals my. my uh, so so for like, you know, church councils. Church councils are there because the government makes us have them. That's it. Um, mm. They're there to approve the finances and have meeting minutes. I do not do good on those boards at all. Um, I okay. I have actually, I have a bad history with those boards. <laughs> and I'm actually doing super well currently to not have a bad history with them. So like... Good job, Dan. I know, right? I've grown. I don't know. Um, but then even... You know, I I don't think it's 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 a case of going. I need to bring in unqualified people so that God is glorified. I I I think that's an oversimplification, just because of all the times the Bible puts down qualifications for people that are like pastor. There are qualifications they need to have, mm-hmm. uh, that, but but it's a it's it's an expression of the spirit that is in them and moving through them. Mm-hmm. If God is empowering a person to pastor, the first time they pastor isn't going to be after they come on staff. It's just going to be a, a thing that flows out of them. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be a natural outpouring of a thing that's in their DNA, their spiritual DNA essentially. So um, tr- trying to tease that out, the, the part I check into is pride. Um, mm-hmm. If if they're if they're boasting in their own ability, you know, like I came in here and I led hundred people to the Lord, and or or God forbid they 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 drop the phrase uh, at this event I s- s- saved three hundred people. No, you didn't. The Holy Spirit did that, um, and He can speak through donkeys. So like yeah. you know, back up. You, you didn't save anyone. <laughs> Can we get you that on had, a t-shirt? <laughs> it's scriptural. <laughs> that would be... I want that on a t-shirt. I toned it down. There are t-shirts. They're a bit more explicit than I wanted to be on this <laughs> podcast. Um, but, I mean, God can speak through anything. So, like, you know, you didn't do anything here, Skipper. Uh, right. So, if if they're coming in prideful, um, that's a real problem for me. And there has to be some kind of indication of they're able to progress past their own pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, right. uh, to be honest, that is a, 
struggle through the modern kind of ultra a mega church pastor is pride mm-hmm. because for sure the numbers get puffed up and big and it's especially if they grow quickly um they're more prone to that and that's kind of the cause of a lot of the stuff that's coming out now and people are watching these big name pastors fall i mean driscoll uh perry noble mm-hmm. um even you know, go back to uh Josh, Joshua Harris. There was another um, one too. Uh, Harvest Bible Church. Like uh, James McDonald. Yes. You yeah. know, all, all these people grew, but they grew because they were aggressive and prideful people. And right. I mean, there's even a, gosh, I was just going to say, um, I'll save that for another one because I do want to talk about it at some point. Um, that, uh, there's been stuff coming out about Driscoll, which has got to be awkward for Driscoll, who is still pastoring a church right now, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that on another episode, but... Um, these pastors that that they've grown in bigness of church, but they haven't grown in up and into adulthood, essentially. Right. Uh, in in out of that, there's this pride that came alongside that that they think any any person that disagrees is an enemy you know just that kind of stuff pride yeah, pride sure. takes down a person very very quickly yeah um and god is still glorified in that because even in a moment of weakness god is still glorified but right um it to a lot of the pastors it chews them up and spits them out in the process right uh i mean perry and noble i've been watching perry's kind of steps through a few different thing and he's more broken um mm-hmm. and, and and he's trying to give off this kind of like you know air of of keeping it together but you can kind of tell he lost a step a little bit yeah um and i don't even necessarily think that that that's a bad thing but um right there, there is an aspect though of because because the original question sorry it was about does the church function as an organization i think to an extent it needs to but not at the expense of the gospel right uh and there need to be qualified people to be able to do the things well i just think Mm -hmm. it's a matter of asking what are the important things um i think one thing that god has been teaching me a mm -hmm. lot um is that he cares a lot about excellence in things Mm -hmm. and that it is glorifying to him when we have excellence in the things we do mm-hmm. and the way we present um, the gospel, mm-hmm. the way for me, like the way I formulate videos, like mm-hmm. to not just do things flippantly. Is that a word? Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. It's fun to say, so I wasn't sure if I made it up or not. Um, and, and that like, and I, I completely agree that there is mm-hmm. a, there's a, I think it's a balance for sure. Right. Like we need to, so, so the I'm sorry to cut you off the excellence thing just you again don't like the word triggered that's where we are <laughs> oh did you, I trigger you you did you hit a thing Wh- why do you think God enjoys excellence why do I think he enjoys excellence yes because I think that he but Danny plays he his trap card face down on the deck <laughs> sorry I think ahead. that God appreciates um, intentionality and I think it goes back to being responsible with the gifts we were mm-hmm. given and mm-hmm. and to do things well, not for our own sake, but for mm-hmm. the glory of God. Right. I I don't think it has anything to do on the um 
on the output. What does that mean? Uh, as in, um, if I if I give ten thousand dollars to church, mm-hmm. um, and this other person gives two million dollars to church, mm-hmm. what person gave more? Person has two million dollars. Oh, okay, let me put it in more context. I only have twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Uh, 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 this person is Jeff Bezos and has one point nine billion dollars or whatever he has right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what person gave more? Okay. Well, you tricked question me, Danny. Uh-huh. I don't appreciate that. I put the trap card. Well, that this scripture. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So I actually don't think it has to do with anything connected to the amount of output because even mm-hmm. our greatest works are as filthy rags and we all know what that means no um, no no to yeah. god it isn't the it isn't that people that do better things by our standards are good it's that they're they're doing the thing that they're able to do for sure in an effort to worship god through their best ability i agree and if the if if the only thing i can do is the equivalent of first grade math, mm-hmm. and I give God first grade math. Yeah, then God is glorified in that because I'm giving believe, it all the things I, I have. believe that's excellence yeah. for yeah. sure. And I completely agree. Yeah. It's not. I just. I think it's easy for mm-hmm. us to judge outwardly right. on what things look like than right. and judging I've, inwardly. I've been in places that they tried to measure it off of the, essentially off the output instead of out of the heart. Right. That. It was about trying to make things pretty and mm-hmm. and wealthy as as a testimony to God's glory, but it's like, you know, and and they quoted the Queen of Sheba had a lot of money and all this. Sheba, and I th- I think that's it. I just that's a fun word to say. I I'm probably getting Sheba. the story incorrect too, just because I I I heard them say it and I was like, oh, that is so wrong. What you just said, right? Um, that excellence isn't about the the amount of output. It's about the expression of the person outputting. Mm-hmm. So, which is why it's important to once again, like going back to what you said, like, mm-hmm. is this person, um, I think it is like mm-hmm. pride. Like, is this person right. proud of what they can do as far as worldly standards of what they think is good? Right. Or, or the standards <clears throat> of what right. they can give, you know, what right. they can give, what is their maximum? And, and sure, like you said, if that looks like a first grade drawing, then mm-hmm. that's their maximum. And right. you think that that fits well for your church, then go for it. Like, right. Um, that it's, yeah, just like what this verse says. That it's, right. it's very inward. Like these things, which is why, you know, when I think about, when I, why I ask that question, when I think about that is, like as a church, are you are you more focused on your mm-hmm. employees' hearts or mm-hmm. what they can do? Yeah. Um, In- and I mean, this is a thing because I do think there's a thing to that question because there's even some churches that their uh, their hiring practices I disagree on, even mm-hmm. though they kind of boast in them a bit. They've said, you know, the Apostle Paul would never be able to, to get through our HR process. Okay, I get what they mean, but you're dumb. Then do you know? What I, I mean, to to mm-hmm. say that and not have a problem saying that. And I know who I'm talking about. And you're not dumb. And please come on this podcast i love you um but but the, to to say that and not immediate go like wait we have a problem that a guy who authored two-thirds of the new testament is not good enough to work at our church that's just mm-hmm. called pride um right. that that is an issue or um other standards that the i mean there uh, there's a standard of um 
you know, to be a, a lead pastor at a church, some churches they've claimed that the lead pastor has to be married, um, hmm. which isn't a criteria in scripture that he must right. be. Well, all right, it's married to but one a wife, and I interpret that as maximum. Um, it is okay to be unmarried, and I yeah. think they've, o- they've was over-applied that. So was Jesus Christ. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so and, and I don't appreciate that, well, this Jesus is different. Not if we're Christians. That just means little Christ. Right. Uh, and, and I think creating this, this standard above and beyond the biblical standard of right. what it means to be a pastor is definitionally being a Pharisee. Right, um, for sure. It's so so. I do think there is a thing that you have to have qualified people in place to do the things that they're called to do, mm-hmm. um, but they need to be able to boast in in uh, not in their own ability, but in God's ability, mm-hmm. and to to not overextend and overapply to criteria. Now, granted, I can even understand if a church is going, hey, this is where the elders of the church they feel the church is going towards, and we have to find a pastor to walk down that path. Mm-hmm. I'm even okay on that. But just right. at a point, it gets ridiculous that they've over-institutionalized this thing or they're asking their pastor to be uh, an organizational kind of a c- CEO instead of a pastor. Right. And that's the problem I have in, in kind of the the criteria is if the pastor needs to have a business background, uh, then I think you under, you don't understand what it means to be a pastor. Right. I kind of want to touch back to, I'm kind of jumping a little bit here, but back to when you were talking about all these fallen pastors mm-hmm. and, and how... Oh, I want to do a whole episode I, on that one. Yeah, we can yeah. do a whole episode on that. But I, th- I find it interesting too, and I want to know your thoughts on like how we should view these pastors falling as Christians. Now, like, because in my mm-hmm. mind, I look at that, everyone... Like, I see everyone around me who's like, oh, no, that's bad. They should, like, mm-hmm. never preach again, um, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and just, like, a bunch of negative things mm-hmm. when, like, shouldn't we be, in a way, not, mm-hmm. it's it's sad. Yes, it's yes. sad, but in a way, also, like, celebrating that, like, God has has brought them. Because I've seen, I think that, in my mind, it's almost a positive thing, mm-hmm. in a way. I need to, I'm trying to walk carefully here because it is kind of like sensitive still, put but these gloves on, Hold on. <laughs> let's go. But that it's obviously not great that these things have occurred where right. they have to fall down in leadership. Right. But spiritually speaking, isn't it good that Christ has brought them down and humbled them again? for their own relationship with Christ. I like to hear your pastor thoughts on this. Like as far um, as you, if you got to that place and you were knocked down and would you say it was good for you or bad for you in the long run? Ow. Um, I reject the premise of the question. Uh, so Danny. the gospel, a person's r- right standing before, well, not even that because that is... In Christ, a person mm-hmm. standing before God, it is more important than our professional job. Mm-hmm. So, if I am a drug addict that cannot escape the 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 drug addictions, 
then I need to be taken out of my job, not as punishment, Mm -hmm. but as a means of, hey, because this job will push a person to continue in, in the sin, we care enough about them to take them out. Right. A good amount of these pastors, and we can definitely get into this more on another episode because I'm next episode super interested. Actually, yeah. Um, and it, it is more important. I mean, even Ravi Zachariah. Mm-hmm. R- yeah. I mean, he um he got to a place where people wouldn't call him out on his stuff. Because of the fear of it would affect the organization. Honestly, that's kind of my... Ask the hard questions to protect the business. But the the idea is I need to be willing to... And this is partially why I don't get along on church councils or anything. Because I hold this. That there's a point that you need to be okay throwing out all the cash and stability of an organization in order to do the godly thing. Mm-hmm. And the council is there specifically to not do that. Mm-hmm. And so there, there is a point that if the money becomes an idol, uh, that they will protect the corrupt in order to maintain the idol. Right. Um, that is what happened with Ravi, which I find to and be a few others way more sad. Mm hmm. That he he had to die without being, without mm-hmm. getting to give that to God, uh, or or let that mm-hmm. be. I mean, so it's it's sad to me that he had to die with that, and and that these other pastors they they honestly they mm-hmm. have the privilege mm-hmm. that Christ would sanctify them further. Would you agree? I would say they have the opportunity. The opportunity. Mm-hmm. For, for, for my stance on, on this is I do think some of them are able to come back to the pulpit and others I would I would disqualify and say they have to do something else. Yeah, I would um, agree with that. Or they're not re- ready to come back. Um, Demoted you know. to serve staff. <laughs> no, because, well, par- part of... Part of Catholicism that was actually good is that if a pastor went off the rails, this was before they just moved them around. Um, yeah, said it, don't care. Uh, before they just moved them around, um, they would defrock a person. They didn't keep the ability to be pastoral. So um, they didn't keep their endorsement by the Catholic Church because they had the structure in place to keep that accountability. Now, there are pastors of non-denominational churches who are... Um, for lack of a better word, excommunicated from their church and and they're phenomenal church planters. That's how they started. Mm-hmm. So they just, I'll just, I'm just going to go plant another church. Mm-hmm. And because they're big names and special and stars, yeah, we, we follow them. Um, <laughs> and they just plant churches again and they try it again. And I think that the accountability isn't in place strong enough that they're able to to not boast in their own ability and they don't boast in their own in their own weakness but they boast in their own strength of I had all these people coming after me and I powered through praise the Lord for perseverance and and now we're still here um, do you think it's possible for Christ to call someone to be a pastor and for that to be revoked 
or should uh, it be revoked? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do. What if they, after being mm-hmm. sanctified through that experience, what if they still feel Ooh, the call you're to be a pastor? Conf- you're conflating two things, and and this is the heart of the issue. Are they still a Christian? Absolutely. Are they pastoral? No. They 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 are different. They are different processes, and there are some that you have disqualified yourself from coming back to the ministry, and that is fine. A uh, guy a guy marries two girls. Yeah. Hey, th- thanks, man, but you're out. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it for you. Um, and and I I can't think of a circumstance that I would permit that person to come back, mm-hmm. um, even if they kind of said like I'm going to divorce this girl I'm like alright but like you still kind of you know like there'd have to be some massive change to that I'd be comfortable in that just applying biblical standards to hmm. um, you know the Bible talks about in a few different places of uh, things being v- vessels for destruction that sure. s- sometimes God is glorified because he is able to display his justice and judgment Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a difficult thing, but I mean, even for our, you know, talking about the super, uh, you know, uh, super powered people, I think it's a case of we try and create these binaries of people of they're either fully right. good guys or fully bad guys, and people right. are just a mix. And yeah. I do try That's and extend grace to to pastors just because. I mean, I'm harder on pastors than anybody else, but that's because I'm harder on them as one of them and not as an as a person going like what the pastor needs to do is you know right and then mention whatever stance i have on covid and then getting upset if any anything deviates from that hey right. guys still chill about covid with your pastor he's tired like so anyway um yeah that's interesting yeah so but but to conflate calling and salvation i think as in professional calling and do they lose their faith i'd say no but their professional calling yeah absolutely i i think that is a thing that can be taken from a person you think so yeah absolutely what if what if god still wants him to be a pastor okay well then what if god doesn't yeah but what if he does right <laughs> but go like ways. it's a what if I mean, the question is can it be taken yeah absolutely. i guess i mean i guess like absolutely it can be taken for sure, that's yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm just always, always wondered because I, I do feel like a lot of people do have a very harsh negative view towards these things. Mm-hmm. When honestly, oh, when, I yeah, that's just Western cancel culture, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, and I think it's definitely um, flooded its way into Christianity. Screw up culture. one time, you should be fired and tarred and feathered and never work again i'm like dude's 30 let him work again he needs to eat like yeah let him get a job you know <laughs> people gotta eat you know right so but i mean there are some things if if i know a person is inclined towards them that that is a a, a an inclination they keep that i'm not gonna keep pushing them back in that there are plenty of i mean joshua harris was a person who was not mature enough to be in the spotlight to the degree that he was. And they elevated him too fast, too quickly. And he broke because of that. And he Mm -hmm. wasn't able to, to have given his professional calling time to be mentored and worked through. I mean, dude was mid twenties as, as he was best 
selling author and all this. And I know early 20s, it seems as if, like, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Um, and the older that you get, the more that you're like, oh, gosh darn idiot. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know anything now. So what do I think I knew when I was 25? Uh, and thank God I didn't become popular when I was 25. Or in that I'm not popular now. Uh, I, I thank God for that because... Mm-hmm. 25-year-old me would have been a terrible pastor. I um, agree. <laughs> yikes. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I would have been a terrible kind of a lead pastor. I've, I've had to grow a lot between that time I started. Gosh, I think I was ordained at like 24, 25, somewhere around there. And, mm-hmm. and now I've been doing this for over a decade, and I've grown a lot and have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it has been a decade. Yeah. Dude, time moves quick. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. You were, what, 11 or 12 when I first met you? Yeah. Something like that? Well, yeah. Not, well, yeah, I think I, so. I've been doing this a bit. Uh, so, but That's if crazy. I was the same person at the time I taught my first class, then God help me and everyone else I've come into contact with. So, yeah. I think there's been this ability to uh, boast in God's ability to save people despite my best efforts, you know? And it, and it is, it's yeah. a tough, like, balance too Mm because a lot of like the way i operate is Mm -hmm. or the industry i'm in it feels like you need to be tip-top shape Mm -hmm. you need to get things done and you need to be able to do that Mm -hmm. so i've just been wrestling with um and and i think this applies more to people who aren't within like christian jobs like if you're in a corporate job like you mm-hmm. in a secular one if, at that, like it, it's going to be a tough battle for you trying to trust that mm-hmm. God is in your weakness. And also when, when everyone's screaming at you that you need to be um, the one who is, is perfect in all the things you do, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's tough right? and, and it's not going to be easy, but right. my experience, my few years of <laughs> knowing Jesus, mm-hmm like just trust him and he will come through mm-hmm. he will yeah i think it's a case of shadrach meshach and abednego staring at the king and saying i know god can save me and even if he doesn't i'm still not going to do your dumb thing right um which to me is one of the more baller things to have ever been said in the bible mm-hmm. uh which kidsmen has been totally killing my favorite stories right now so i'm super on top of it <laughs> you know joshua talking to the angel of the lord's like are you for me or for them and the angel's like Nope. Uh, that's my other favorite. And they, they've been hitting all my favorite quips. And I'm like, oh, I like it. Yeah. But it's it's this idea of if I'm boasting in my inability and weakness, then I'm boasting in God. And so it, it's, it's, a, it's a murdering of the pride in order that God is glorified. And even if I'm in a job that isn't you know church-based job but is a job, I boast in Christ mm-hmm. and Christ's ability to do things, not in my own. And it's an appreciation of even the gifts I've been given come out of God that I'm able to do anything right. because of God. And right. it's a, I mean, pride isn't just a thing pastors go through. Pride is, I think, the core of all sin is pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I think as it comes down to it is is thinking... I can do better than God. Right. You know, take it back to the Garden of Eden. It was this idea that I know better than God. And right. so I think that's the bigger the bigger thing to keep in check is am I 
am I built am I building on my own ability and glory or am I able and willing to give God the glory even during the times that I can't right so or or even during the times that I can that if I if I have the ability even that I understand is given to me as a gift from God mm-hmm. so yeah. and it's yeah it's tough it really is absolutely but I would encourage everyone to include I'm saying this to myself too like really just spend time in in realizing searching through what your weakness is and as long as it's something mm-hmm. obviously that like you right it's like if it's something you need to reprint from right then do that yeah that's but not, also <laughs> yeah that's not a weakness that's <laughs> yeah. a, this is my weakness is crack like no that's not not what we're talking about yeah. context is important but find what your weakness is and truly just give that to god and, mm-hmm. and just spend at least mm-hmm. a week go a week without seeking glory or approval from anyone else and and try and just really flourish in mm-hmm. what god has for you a and how a he long one for that Go a day. Yeah, start day. with the day. That's true. Um, and and I promise you, it might it might be a shock at first because mm-hmm. I think it, we as people can mm-hmm. really just love compliments and and taking mm-hmm. the credit of things, but really just just give that to God mm-hmm. and and see what happens. And I think that through small actions like that, like God is insanely glorified. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say that He's just. As, I mean, <laughs> that makes it sound like he's more glorified through that than other things, but it will glorify him for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm we'll, gonna we'll challenge myself to that too. We'll definitely get into some of the the more pastoral things. Yeah, you you have to listen to a podcast, not ours, and I'll tell you about it. We'll talk about it next week also. But um, I would say it now, but I honestly don't remember the name of it. So what? huh? What? I don't remember the name of it, but there's a podcast you got to listen to for research. And then, I'll oh, get the, oh name the one of it. talking about the church about yeah. Mark Driscoll. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it for you. It's good. I have thoughts on it. But we want to hear from you guys. Where is where's an area that you, you have that you have to be able to trust God in and, and be able to, to boast in your weakness? Mm-hmm. Uh, this, these are really cool things to think about that even though you may have an inability to do something. God is still gracious and God is still able to do all things even through anyone. So uh, let us know in the comments and you can do it in a few different places. The first is by going to thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. It's a website. There's forms. Y'all know how it do and the thing that it be. Yes. Uh, So go go to um, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Nobody special podcast is mm-hmm. the name of our handle, and you can also ask us questions there, mm-hmm. or say hello, or comment, or just follow us. Whatever you want to do. And and finally, our uh, podcast comes out on Tuesdays on YouTube, so you can go there, hit the bell, subscribe, do whatever else the Facebook algorithm tells us to do. Facebook. What I say? Facebook. YouTube. Yep. There you go. Whatever. It's the same media conglomerate. <laughs> It's all one. Sorry, I was going to get really conspiracy theory in the last 30 seconds. It's all the New World Order taking over. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's not, but also kind of. Anyway, let's not get into okay. that. Okay, Danny's really just showing out right now. This coffee cup is empty. <laughs> um, but that's going to do it for us today. I'm Caleb. And I'm Danny. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.